April Fools. This is going to be a 15 second show. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I know that's lame. I'm so sorry. I fucking hate April Fools. And it's stupid. Okay, if you like it, that's okay. But I'm judging you and I don't like it. Okay, funny story. I've got a couple funny stories that I think are funny, which are probably not not funny. And two of them, two of the two of them are work-related, but I'm going to start with the first one of the two, which potentially could lead to three. And if you're already sick of my shit, fast forward, I've got a segment from Rainbow and Lisa, which I, for one, am looking forward to hearing because I haven't heard it yet. So if you don't want to listen to my bullshit, feel free to move ahead. I put chapters in just for that exact reason. So you can blow right by me or just blow me, you know, whatever. <laughs> and Sarah's downstairs, right? And I'm having one of those days where I feel like a creative genius. And Sarah is now very pregnant, 70 something days to go, approximately here or there, whatever. And we're doing Friday family movie night. And I said, hey, you know, can I go upstairs and do a podcast? It'll just be like 30, 35, 40 minutes. And she said, you know, every time you do that, it ends up taking 30, 35, 40 minutes longer than you said it would. And it's approximately 7.26 and she wants to be in bed by 8 p.m. So let's see what we can do to wrap this shit up in half an hour. Okay? All right. Can I throw her down the stairs? Is that... Yeah. Frowned upon? Okay. Um, domestic abuse. Check. Okay. Just... Just check it. No need to get snippy about it. Okay, so the first story, I don't know if you've been listening to this show. I also did a show called Return to Sender where I talked about this subject as well. Feel free to go back and listen to Return to Sender. I'm in it partially as well as other people that are really funny, like Dave. Dave is a guy who was on our show that was really funny, who I miss with my heart and my soul. But I lost him in that breakup, so what are you going to do, right? That's okay. So go back, listen to all the shows until you come up on Dave. And then just keep listening to that one because they're really good. Anyway, so I talked about this phenomenon that uh, I keep finding dimes everywhere. And I didn't know what it was at first, just really random, weird places because I walk for a living. So I just, in, in the strangest places, it would be like on my path, dime, just a dime everywhere, all the time since my dad died. Always dimes. I don't know why. So, uh... I, look, I Googled it up and there's something called Dimes from Heaven, yada, yada, about how dead people will leave that for you as like a, hey, how's it going? Here's a dime, you know? Because I guess the number 10 denotes um, like the completion of a voyage, I guess. So he's like, I, I don't know. I, it's so weird. Anyway, so I find dimes that I'm assuming my dead father has left for me. Oh, God, that sounds so fucking crazy. And I know, like, I'm not... A big spiritualist like I don't I believe in vaccines I don't think did you guys hear about the couple in Canada I can't remember where exactly where their kid had fucking meningitis and they were like giving him ginger tea and maple syrup like fuck off okay I'm all for people being granola and you know taking their kids to chiropractors because they feel that their child is lactose intolerant which is virtually impossible in an infant, but whatever, that's cool. You know, I'm all for that. But if your kid, you know, is lethargic for two and a half weeks, maybe you should head to a doctor's office and not a naturopath. 
a real fucking doctor with a real fucking lab coat, maybe a stethoscope, you know, just, okay. Right. So I'm not very spiritual. I'm not very religious. I'm not very, a lot of fucking things, but these dimes kind of happen to me. And every time I find one, I'm like, oh, well, thanks. You know, cause it's cool. And it's very random. Sometimes I won't find one for months and months and then I'll find like, you know, five in a row for whatever reason. And it's weird and it weirds me out, but it's kind of like, you know, awesome at the same time. Cause it's anyway, um, that's my point. So the other day at work, I'm trying to figure out how I could possibly afford to build my mom a new deck because her deck is like a death trap. It's just rotten. It's 30 years old. It's just time for a new deck. The problem being that decks are extremely expensive and uh, my significant other is about to be on mat leave with a baby, which uh, will deplete our savings because that's what maternity leaves do. And I'm very happy to be Canadian. We get an entire year off. Thank you, Jesus. And also breaking news, uh, as a gay person, a gay couple can adopt a child legally in all 50 states now. I guess I'm supposed to fucking applaud for that. Like, yay America. Like, to me, that's so backwards and fucked up that it's just happening now. Like, just very recently, within the last, what, six months, gays are becoming people in America. They're actually people now. Like, that's great. That's great. I remember when I gave birth, how many years ago now? Almost four years ago. Because in Canada, you can put your spouse as like they have parent a parent b they don't have mother father here i don't know how that works in the states but um I, I was having a hard time probably due to the blood loss and not sleeping for five days so i took the form you filled out all these forms in the hospital i took the form to the front desk to get them to look it over before we submitted it and she says oh okay and i was like so where do i put like his other mom's name oh wow yes well we've made exceptions for that and we've got we've got it you just put her under under slot b parent b and i was like great she's like we just got these new forms i'm like that's great yeah we're people now and i just walked away and the look on her face was like kind of like con confusion kind of like a like a head tilt come again it's like yeah fuck off we're people anyway so congratulations i know i i think canadians as a canadian we're better than you americans but i'm great you're, i'm glad you're making strides in the right direction because you are people and you deserve <laughs> to be treated like a person so I'm really glad for you. I just feel like it's a long time coming, but congratulations. Just the same, wholeheartedly. Sorry about Trump. I can't help you there. That's, that's none of my business. Anyway, back to the point. So I'm talking to this guy at work and he's very handy. And I like to ask him questions like, do you think I'm smart enough to blah, blah, blah. And usually he says no. And I say, you're probably right. So I don't know anything about building a deck. All I know is the deck has piles. And my friend is going to, for uh, cash money, a low, a low, a low fee, he's going to frame it. And then I just have to come in, like, drill the planks on top, I guess. Which I feel like as a lesbian I should be able to do. But I feel like I'm a failure as a lesbian because I can't fix anything or really do anything with small, small machinery. Like, I'm not... Like, if the lawnmower doesn't start this summer, although it's snowing now so there's no real rush, I think I'm going to have another meltdown. So let's just hope it works. But I mean, why can't I drill a hole? You know, I, I'm sure I can. I've drilled plenty of lady holes. Shouldn't have done this. This was a bad choice. Just really cheesy. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay.
forget it. Focus. Right. So I'm having this talk with him. We're talking about it for 10 minutes. He's kind of telling me what I need to do, measure shit, uh, yada, yada, you know, whatever to get the deck done. And you'd think my cunt sister, do you think she'd, do you think she'd throw in a penny or two? Nope. I'm not even going to ask her because she won't. And she'll just be a total fucking bitch about it. So now I, I guess I have to go to Home Depot and sign up for one of those don't pay for 18 month shenanigans. And I don't know, do my best to pay for it. Like, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going to get that money. Not that I'm asking you for money. I'm not. I'm not asking you for any money for the deck. But um, I really don't know how the fuck I'm going to pay for it. I guess I'm just going to have to work tons and tons of overtime until I die. Anyway, so we had the deck talk. And then I go out on my route. I pull up into my spot where I usually park. I open the door and what do I see? I see a dime lying four inches away from a deck screw, like one of those painted green deck screws. And I know what you're thinking. What are the chances? And I think it's fucking weird because, okay, dime, sure. All right, get it. Find those regularly. But a dime like four or five inches away from a, a deck screw when I just finished talking about trying to help my mom out by getting this deck built, like, come on, like, seriously, dude, seriously. Like I couldn't have made that up even if I wanted to, I couldn't have, it just, just weird. So it's just weird. So now I feel like, um, basically let's get down to brass tacks. I guess I'm saying that my deceased father communicates with me via loose change and I feel that he has the psychic power to understand that I'm trying to do something good for my mom. And he gave me the very first screw for the deck. Is that, that's basically what I'm saying to you. Yeah. Okay. That sounds really, really fucking crazy. And I, I do believe that's true. And that now that I've said it out loud, it seems like really fucking crazy. Okay, anyway, so you guys, you guys think about whatever you think that means, and uh, we'll go to the next story here, next story. So I feel like we have an April Fool's theme going here, because I'm probably a fool for thinking that those dimes have any, any relevance, any real relevance at all. That's something crazy people would do. Like, if I went and saw a shrink and told them this, do you think I, they'd think I was crazy? I would. Okay, anyway. So I've got a couple stories that make me look really stupid, but it goes with the theme. So, uh, okay, I'm a mailman. I'm in a really nice neighborhood right now. Really nice, really, really nice. Every doctor in the city lives there. It's a wonderful place to be. So every dog I've come across has been nice because when you deliver in a nice area, those dogs usually aren't guard dogs. They're like lap dogs and they're doted upon and they're like children basically to short uh, thin Stepford wise. So I've come accustomed, like I've grown accustomed to the dogs and I know most of them. And I saw one, a little white one that looked like, you know, the dog in the little Caesars bag of dog food. It's kind of like a white, I don't know, terrier of some kind, I guess. So I, I walk by this woman with this dog and she stops to talk to me about, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, I can't remember. She's like, it, do you find it icy? And I looked at her and I said, I most certainly do find it icy. It's, I do. It re now that you mention it, yeah. You know, I've only walked like 15 fucking kilometers so far today. And I, I have noticed the sidewalk is a little bit slick. 
So she's talking to me about it. And then I look down at the dog and dogs have, you know, facial expressions like we do. So I looked down at it and his little ears went back and he kind of wagged his little tail because I was looking at him and he kind of had a smile. So I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't even think about it. I bent down and I let him sniff my hand and he has a couple sniffs. And then I hear this. And I thought, okay, well, I hear what you're feeling. And I'm going to remove myself from the situation because I feel that you are feeling threatened. So I go to stand up and I, <laughs> I look at my arm and I realize that little white dog is attached to my sleeve. He growled. And as I was standing up, he bit onto my sleeve. <laughs> so when I stood up, you know, my full five foot four uh, frame I, I'm like, I was so weirded out. I'm like, what? Because he came with me. Like, I stood up, he bit my sleeve, and then I pull my arm up to my shoulder level, and the dog is still attached to my sleeve. And I like, I'm, I don't, I, I was just perplexed because it weighed like 15 pounds, so it didn't bother me. So I stand up, and I'm looking, and I'm like, okay. And all I did, <laughs> I proceeded to wave my arm back and forth extremely slowly to try and get this dog off my arm. And the owner's like, Coco, Coco, you let that go. Coco, let go. And I'm just like, I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm just waving my arm. And finally the dog gets tired or it loses a tooth. I don't know what the fuck happens, but it eventually lets go. I think it's because I started singing, I've had the time of my life. You know what? <clears throat> Ah, nobody deserved that. I'm really sorry. I don't, I should cut that out. Oh, fuck. You know, just have it. Just have it. Play it on repeat. Make that your ringtone. I just could not stop fucking laughing because I had this dog stuck. Like, it was an accessory. <laughs> it's like I came to work dogless and all of a sudden I have a dog clipped to my sleeve. Hmm. Interesting phenomenon. And the lady was so apologetic. And the dog, like, finally lets go. And then he's just, like, crying. Like, in case you don't know what a dog... That's crying sounds like, oh, I hate myself so much right now. I don't know why I'm doing this. Anyway. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I said, don't worry about it. Uh, that actually kind of made me laugh. And, and he was crying and I'm like, look, look how sorry he is. Look at his little face. And she's like, I am really sorry. He's never done that before. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I'm like, nobody likes the mailman. It's okay. Have yourself a good day. And then I walk away and she gets down on eye level with Coco and Co she gave Coco shit. She was really mad at Coco. Coco, it's a bad dog. You're a bad dog. And you know how dogs look when they get called a bad dog. He couldn't help himself, okay? He had had enough of my bullshit. Like, for all I know, I go to his house every fucking day, and he freaks out in the window, and he, you know, loses his fucking mind because I'm at his house, and then I leave. And finally, it was his big chance. There we were, eye to eye. And he wasn't going to take it no more. And he took a stand, and God bless him. I would have done the same thing. Okay, so that's my Coco story. And my last story of the day. This one's really a good example of who I am on a day-to-day -day basis. I feel it really exemplifies my character. You'll see. April Fools, keep in mind. Funny story. So I, I'm a mailman, and we have very strict rules about... Uh, about keys and they must be affixed to your person at all times which I feel is a good rule because before that rule came into effect I kept my truck keys 
for my work truck and the credit card that's also attached to the work truck keys in my back pocket because it was easy, you know, to grab. It was, I felt secure until one day I finish my route, head back to the truck, go to grab the keys, and I realize they're not in my back pocket anymore. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. That's a big fucking deal. Because now I've lost the work truck, and I've lost the credit card. Not cool. Big trouble. So I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. So I retrace my steps, and for some reason, the Lord, the Lord of Dimes led me to my keys because they're, they were stuck on a bush, which is ironic, I think. Um, so I just, there was, the sun was shining on them. They were just stuck in a bush. I must've like walked by and they got stuck on the branches. They were just sitting there and I'd like, oh, thank you, Jesus. And ever since then, I don't care. They're always pinned to my pants. Cause like, fuck that. I'm never like, that was sheer panic. Like I, I had a cold sweat, like I was stressed out. Like I like to do a good job, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to be, I hate, I hate people who kind of just half-ass fucking do things. Like just do a good job. I'm not as professional as I should be, but I like to do a good job. It's important to me. So ever since then I had them affixed to my person. Cause you know, that's, that's the way to roll. So one day I was so excited cause I was going to finish on time before dark in December which for me is very good because December is awful. It's like the Holocaust for mailmen. It's just fucking terrible. It's like they give you three times as much work and you have to finish in the same eight hour period, which is difficult because it's like fucking snowing and there's like 50 parcels and there's like a shit ton of mail. It's very difficult. You know, you have to really hustle. So for the first time ever, I'm finishing before dark in December and it's very exciting for me. So I open up the truck sliding doors, just like a van, you know, it slides open to the right. And, uh, fiddle around, I grab my mail, do everything I need, close the door, and I turn around to leave. And it's then that I noticed that I couldn't move. Because you see, what had happened was, I had the keys in my hand, I had pushed the button to lock the truck, and then I had closed the door with the business end of the keys, like the actual keys, on one side of the door. The string hanging out attached to my pants. So now the door is locked and the keys are inside the truck. Nice. So when I went to turn around, I kind of got jerked back into the truck because the keys were inside. <laughs> I had just enough rope to fucking take two steps and then get jerked back into the truck. It was really a beautiful thing. So now I'm like, okay, great. I've locked myself out of the truck and they're still stuck to my body. So I feel that I followed protocol. I feel like I, fo I followed all of the security measures to a fault, admittedly. Okay, they were still affixed to my person. The only problem being that the actual keys were were locked in the van so that okay that that's like a black mark on my record right so I had to call into work and uh the supervisor said he had never heard of anyone ever doing that before he said that was a first and uh I'm quite proud of that I feel like anyone 
can lock themselves out of the car. But it takes a special kind of stupid to do it with the lanyard still still clipped to their pants. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. That's the kind of stupid I am. So I just thought I'd uh, share those stories with you. So let's hear from Rainbow and my sister wife, Lisa. And uh, I think the segment is called, where is it now? Magical fucking Orange Julius. I hope they pour it all over each other and then rub one out. Too far. That went too far. Okay, please hold. You're not ready. You haven't even muted it yet. I was going to put the applause on. <laughs> so it'd be like, yes, they're applauding for me. <laughs> I don't even know why you want to record this. Because you gave me shit in the car. <laughs> because you deserved it. That was like a literal... Orange psych- Julius, Orange Julius. That was a literal psychotic break you forced me to have. So you know when you're in relationships and um, you do something that drives the other person so crazy. Yes, I do know that. They, they flip out <laughs> for like no actual valid good reason. They just lose their shit. <laughs> well, I just did that. Um, yes, you did. We pulled up to Dairy, Dairy Queen. Because after we got massages... We wanted ice cream because, you know, it's warm out and it's like, yes, ice cream. it's above, officially above plus five. So everybody in Winnipeg was like wearing their booty shorts and had their dogs driving around with their dogs and their heads hanging out the window and buying ice cream and drinking all the Slurpees. It was crazy. And so we pulled up. You're, you're, you're watching the Republican, you're watching a repeat of the Republican debate on mute, Lisa. <laughs> okay. Are we recording? Yes, we are. This is going to be funnier than what we are actually going to talk about. No, you're going to drive me crazy, and then I'm going to kill you, and then the podcast is going to be over forever. Okay, so we were at the drive through and I said, hey, there's Orange Julius here, after we made fun of the pictures of the food at the drive through because, of course, Jerry Queen now has, like, grilled things so we were trying to decipher whether it was chicken, chicken something or like chicken or, beef. or ice cream no it was chicken or beef we couldn't figure out what was in this one and rack. i said oh they have orange julius and then that's when Ev flipped her shit and i did i lost my mind at this point because we've been going in the same dairy queen for six years and every time every single time lisa pulls up to this drive-thru she's flabbergasted that Dairy Queen has Orange Julius and I'm like Lisa we've been going to the same Dairy Queen for six years they have had Orange Julius since like 1999 get over this and at first she's like trying to register why I'm freaking out at her and then I'm like they even have it at the mall. They even have and it at Steve Patel Mall. Like, yeah, and then she's like, oh, yeah, I remember the last time I was at the mall. I was like, oh, my God, they have Orange Julius at Dairy Queen. And I'm like, yes, it's not even just this specific Dairy Queen. You are amazed every time you see Orange Julius in a Dairy Queen. 
And I just, I don't understand how you're so amazed. I, and I was also... Every single time. And I was also amazed by the Orange Julius flavors that they had, because they have a little light-up box on their menu board, and it said Pina Colada. And I wish I had my cell phone, because I was going to take a picture of it and post it on Facebook. And be like, if you like pina coladas. Also, the menu board. Probably the same since 1999. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Every single time. And then we got a shit ton of napkins. And then we get home and Ev, my Eastern European strong, like, bull wife, fucking lifts this boulder up and sets one. I went over her head, Hulk smash, throws it in, like... The blue BFI bin. Threw it into the BFI bin. Uh, <laughs> I was so angry. <laughs> and she stopped standing on top of it. Stop, well, I had, stop, to, stop, I had stop, to break stop. it first. Yeah, actually, somebody was laughing at After me. After I drove the over it. There's this gigantic, like, if you were to make a snowman, like, the bottom part of a snowman, if you spent, like, all afternoon rolling that around your yard that's the size of this snow boulder and every time they do trash pickup the garbage bin knocks this stupid gigantic boulder of snow into our parking space and we can't get in when that boulder of snow so i have to get out and push it back but because of where it is and how big it is i couldn't push it like away from the spot like I could only push it up against the dumpster so again every time the dumpster moves it falls back into our spot so it started to kind of melt a little bit today so it fell over I guess I don't think there was a trash pickup today but it fell back into our spot and I was like (laughs) this is ridiculous but I tried to go pick it up earlier and it was like frozen to the ground so we had parked out front and then when I came around Again, this thing is still there. And I'm like, this is not freaking, I can't deal with this. So I got out and I jumped, like did jumping jacks on it until I broke <laughs> it down into pieces. And then I took the pieces and I threw them in the dumpster, mm-hmm. which I'm sure isn't regulated trash, but no, I don't care. And it was making like this big I'm like, I just right. want them to go away. And I'm throwing <laughs> them into the dumpster. And, and I'm like, going, yeah, yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed my mental breakdown. Seriously, you drive me crazy. It's the same thing. We passed that bakery Mm -hmm. that one summer, I think six times, and every time you drove by it, you're like, oh, look, it's a new bakery. And I'm like, sweetie, we've done this. Like, this is like three months now, and every time we drive by this bakery, you're like, oh, look, a brand new bakery. Like, do you not, does it not register? Like, it does. I don't know. Because <laughs> you obviously remembered the Orange Julius. I did. From the mall. So why, why are you so spellbound by it? I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know. You're hurting the brain. <laughs> oh, so my. then we get to the window to pay for our stuff and we're both laughing so, so hard. You were laughing so hard that you were crying because you realized how ridiculous you like, had been. What the fuck is happening in this car? Well, she heard me swearing at you over the Orange Julius, so she just handed <laughs> us like this big wad of napkins like she was like, clearly you fuck up a lot, so here, take these because you're going to spill something. <laughs> Uh, sorry. 
I love you, but you yeah. hurt my brain sometimes. <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> okay, is that it? I think that's it. <laughs> okay. This is Rainbow and Lisa. Goodbye. Bye. Okay, look, I don't know what it is about Lisa's voice. Britt has it too. Britt. Every time I hear either one or both of them talk, it tickles me so much on the inside. I don't know what it is. There's something about the way they, they talk that just gets me. I like how you talk. Um, anyway, Lisa, get your shit together. Okay? Number one, you obviously have early onset Alzheimer's when it comes to food. And uh, number two, as if you didn't throw that boulder out. I've seen you. You look like you could knock a bitch the fuck down. But uh, you get your pretty wife to, to lift a 47-pound hunk of snow? The fuck, man? I guess you're the beauty? Is that is that what's going on here? <laughs> you're too pretty to lift the snow? I think Rainbow's Rage really, really assisted in that. Throwing the boulder over her shoulder. The over-the-shoulder boulder. Boulder. Hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah, all I have written down here is fuck you, Lisa, get your shit together. So I'm just going to repeat that eight or nine or ten or fifteen or eleven hundred ninety forty times. Yeah, so get your shit together. Okay? And uh, I've never had Orange Julius, and I don't know if that makes me a bad person or not. Probably does. Yeah. Okay, so thanks for that. Love you. Mean it. Please, please more. More, more, more. I've got a listener from I don't fucking know where. Her name's Jennifer. She inboxes me and tells me that her wife is really funny and uh, likes to tell stories. So I don't want to get you too excited. I know, I know. We always get amped up and then nothing happens. So it could happen. Jennifer could pull through with her funny mystery wife. Yeah. I really hope so. I really hope so. And I really hope they have an accent, like in a different kind of accent than I have and Brett has and Lisa has. Something kind of Midwestern would be just... Oh, I can't wait. Okay. Anyway, I am proving Sarah completely wrong. And this entire show, one take. Even though <laughs> I should have cut out about 15 minutes of the first section. So I've never done an entire show in one take, I don't think. This could be the one. This is going to be the one. Because I'm going to end it right now. So, uh, what I need you to do is... A, leave an iTunes review. Why? Good question. It ranks me higher in iTunes, and maybe there are other chubby lesbians out there who like podcasts, who would like to listen to my podcast, but they can't find it because I don't have enough iTunes reviews to rank high enough for them to find it. Okay? Because you know what? Scrolling right, scrolling left, scrolling down, it's a lot of work, especially if you're chubby. It's a lot of exercise. I'm not down with it, personally. So please leave an iTunes review. It's important. It's a free thing you can do to support the show. I feel like I really appreciate it. It keeps me going. And pretty soon I'm never going to get any fucking sleep and I'm going to be forced to do a lot of overtime to pay for a deck in a house that I don't live in because I love my mom and I don't want her to cut her foot open on the shitty deck and then uh, have her foot turn black and fall off because she's got the diabetes. So... It'd just be great if you could make this one for me because the next, like, oh, I don't know. I'm assuming year of my life will be very busy and difficult. So I would I would appreciate that because you keep me going, you know? You make me want to be a better man. Yeah. So there's that. 
Uh, shows I like that you should listen to, The 40-Year-Old Boy Podcast. I can never, ever say that. The 40-Year-Old Boy Podcast. I like that. The Lesbian Lounge. Check them out. Denise has got all kinds of shows on there. She's got um, The Two Chicks from The Puss Cast, which is also a great podcast you should check out. They have a show on uh, Denise's feed, The Lesbian Lounge feed, uh, called Ragtime, where they just bitch about stuff, which I thoroughly enjoy. She's got musical podcasts. She's got uh, world-renowned uh, lesbian author Claire Lydon doing a podcast on there if you're into fan fiction or, you know, dykey books where they do dykey stuff and then hopefully neither of them die. So check that out. And what else? What else? What else? What else? Ah, the Baby Mamas podcast. Great show. You should listen to that. I have found a really good podcast that I like called Real... I think it's called Real Crime Profiles. And it is so good. I fucking love that show. It's There's not very many episodes out, maybe 10 or 11 or 12 or 13. But they talked about making a murderer. Um, Stephen Avery, man, I don't know. He's... He seems like a bit of a creep. Like, I, after watching the documentary, I'm like, he was framed. That's bullshit. But uh, in all actuality, he's not a very nice guy. And his family is fucking weird. And there's a lot of creepy sexual things going on there. Plus, Brendan Dassey, like, you know, if there was... Ugh, I, I don't know. Like, he's... He's mentally like seven. So I don't know how they even interrogated him with an adult or a lawyer present. Anyway, real, I think it's called Real Crime uh, Profiles. So please, please check that out. That's a really good show. And then there's this chick from the Scotland Yard who sounds like Harriet. None of you know who that is. On the Return to Sender podcast, if you go back and listen to it, Harriet is a lovely, lovely girl from England who uh, I'm still friends with to this day. I don't think she listens to the show anymore, but... She's very nice and she's got a great voice. So this chick from Scotland Yard, very, very good. And one of the chicks on it is, uh, I don't know what she does. Is she casting or something for Criminal Minds? It's really good. Just listen to it and shut up. Oh, and they also went into the O.J. Simpson whole debacle. Oh, and on that note, Chuckles the intern, who's not my intern, but she's still technically an intern. She used to intern on uh, Return to Sender, otherwise known as RTS. And she emailed me, which made me very happy because I didn't know if she was listening either, but it turns out she is listening. And she told me that my girlfriend, Sarah Paulson, um, her 100-year-old girlfriend, Holland Taylor, is not the mom from Arrested Development. She is from Two and a Half Men, just so you know. But to me, it's like kind of like I've got a bit of the Denzel disease where they all look the same, like skinny, white, old women with high cheekbones dime a dozen they all look the same to me so sorry about that my mistake i usually never make mistakes everything i say is accurate and perfect but this one time i have failed you all please please accept my sincere apologies okie doke uh fuck i can't think of anything else right now so if you need me if you want to send in a segment no pressure jennifer i know we've only just met We've just become Facebook friends, and I don't want to overimpose, but send a segment. It's fun. you like it. Easy breezy. Okay, I guess that's it. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 35 minutes. So I did do it in under 40 minutes. Yeah. <sighs> All right. I kind of don't want to let go now. I just, I don't want to go. Okay. All right. Okay, I got to go. For real. I just, I'll just keep talking forever and ever until I die. Okay, thank you so much for everything. I had a great time. You're an excellent host. And uh, can't wait to be together again.
Okay, call me later. Okay, I'll call you. Don't be so needy. It's weird. Okay. All right. Okay, love you. Bye.
felt this way before. Never felt yes, I swear, it's a truth, and I hope.